Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. Email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, I tell you, getting over COVID has been just difficult for me. The day after I recorded the last show, <clears throat> I'm getting up. It's four in the morning to get something to drink. I was parched. I was beyond thirsty. And my wife just happened to be getting up to use the bathroom at the same time. And I go to the refrigerator and I drink some lemonade and I put the lemonade back in the refrigerator. And I start to feel a little dizzy. Well, this had been happening to me off and on since I got COVID. So I held on to the kitchen counter for a minute but it just more and more and more dizzy and then boom I passed out went backwards took like the nest plunge backwards thankfully I didn't hit anything I didn't hit my head or anything I turned the recliner that I usually sat in over thankfully that didn't land on me but my wife heard me and, and came and got me to sit up and just sit for a few minutes before getting me into the recliner. And I don't know if it was, I was dehydrated. She thought my blood pressure might've been too low. My blood sugar might've been too low. Still don't know. I've been getting the dizzy spells ever since, but I went to see my doctor and I told my doctor about it. And so she took my blood pressure medication and cut that in half to see if that would help. And she wants me to continue monitoring it just in case it's dipping too low. And if it gets too low, then we'll cut it out completely. But that's just a, a helpless feeling. The only other time I've ever passed out was also in the kitchen. And I was 16 years old and it was Christmas Eve. And the day before I had come home early from work, I worked in a grocery store when I was a teenager. And December 23rd, we're out of school for Christmas break. It was all hands on deck. Christmas is an extremely busy time in the grocery business. And I told my boss, I'm like, I've got to go home and then slept in my dad's recliner that night, got up to get something to drink, wham, passed out, woke up in a puddle of Diet Mountain Dew and went upstairs and told my parents, my mom's like, don't worry, I'll clean it up. I was like all upset. So they got me cleaned up and I slept at the foot of their bed on the floor, which is what I used to do when I was sick. And I spent that entire Christmas sick in bed other than when I opened my presents. I was in quarantine then too. Have you ever been by yourself on Christmas Eve because you can't be around other people because you're sick? It's a very lonely time, but I digress. I'm slowly getting back to normal and I am just drained 
of energy. Like it takes me a while to do things that used to come normally to me. I've slowly been getting back to it. Slowly but surely. I went to wrestling on Friday night. I had a, tickets to a wrestling show. It's the first time I'd been out fully since I got COVID. And I had been through my 10 days in quarantine. And so I went to the Limitless Wrestling Show here in Maine on Friday night. And had to recover the rest of the weekend. Just sitting there. I didn't do anything. I just sat there with my friend Natalie. We watched wrestling for three hours or whatever it was. And I had some water, a bottle of water and a cup of lemonade. That's the only things I had. And it, again, took me all weekend to recover from that. Just insanity. The energy that this takes from you. But... Looking at this week's show, this is the hundredth recording that I've done. I did, uh, this is episode number 99 and I did the annual back in the summer. So with that, doing a hundred of these, I'm, I'm hoping I'm getting better slowly by degrees, but I'm looking back now at one of my favorite times because I had just started to get into this, had just discovered them on a local independent station that came on 11 o'clock on Tuesday nights. We're going back to 1994. And today we look at the night the line was crossed from ECW. Not extreme yet, still NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling, but let's look into it. ECW, the night the line was crossed, took place on February the 5th, 1994 from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There were 1,000 people in attendance. And before the show proper starts, there was a dark match. And the uh, phenom of ECW at the time, I mean, this guy was huge and had a huge 1994. Ended up being the rookie of the year in 94 from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. 9-1-1 defeated Chad Austin by pinfall. Ty Gordon is shown and addresses that ECW has been accused of being the bloodiest and goriest federation in America. He says February the 4th, 1994 was the night the line was crossed. Watch and we will see what he means and that Eastern Championship Wrestling is not for everyone. We then go to our opening credits. Sal Belomo versus Mr. Hughes with Jason. Belomo comes out tossing toys into the crowd and he gets a great reaction. Mr. Hughes and Jason bully ring announcer Bob Ortiz when they get into the ring. It takes a while to get started. They finally lock up and Mr. Hughes pushes Belomo down to the ground. They lock up again. Belomo with a wrist lock. Mr. Hughes takes him down again. Belomo with a head and body lock. But Mr. Hughes gets to the ropes. They lock up again and Mr. Hughes with an eye rake. A big right hand knocks Belomo down, then a headbutt to knock Belomo down again. Belomo attempts to fight back, only to get another eye gouge by Mr. Hughes. Belomo comes back with some shots. Mr. Hughes with a corner whip and hits a big splash on Belomo in the corner. He hits Belomo with some right hands. Mr. Hughes with another corner whip, but misses the corner charge when Belomo moves. Belomo coming back with right hands to Mr. Hughes. Belomo with a shoulder block, then another one. Mr. Hughes still on his feet. He goes for a third one and Jason trips Belomo. 
Jason then climbs up on the apron and Belomo grabs him. Mr. Hughes hits Belomo with a high knee from behind. Mr. Hughes with an Irish whip and a sidewalk slam to pin Belomo. A double dog collar chain match. The Sandman and Tommy Cairo versus the Pitbull and Rockin' Rebel with Jason. Sandman and Cairo come to ringside with the chains already around their necks. Cairo will be hooked to the Pitbull and Sandman will be hooked to Rebel. The bell rings and Cairo and Sandman pull their opponents by the collar and hit them with shots. Cairo throws Pitbull over the top rope and chokes him as Sandman and Rebel go to the outside to fight. Sandman runs Rebel into the corner post. Pitbull yanks Cairo over the top rope to the outside while Sandman has Rebel wrapped around the ring post with a chain. Pitbull grabs a chair and hits Cairo with it. Pitbull then wraps the chain around the throat of Cairo. Sandman drops Rebel over the barricade and follows him. They start fighting in the audience, and Rebel runs Sandman back over the barricade towards the ring. Rebel grabs the chair. He hits Sandman with it. Rebel hits a side suplex on the Sandman as all four are back in the ring. Rebel drops the chain on Sandman's crotch as Pitbull is punching Cairo in the corner. Sandman and Rebel go back outside. Jason with a cheap shot to the Sandman on the outside as Pitbull drops a leg on Cairo on the inside. Sandman and Rebel fighting in the crowd. Sandman hits Rebel with a chair. Sandman then sets up a table. He slams Rebel's head on the table, but then Rebel backdrops Sandman on the table. Pitbull gets a two count on Cairo in the ring. Rebel throws Sandman back over the barricade towards the ring. Pitbull with another leg drop on Cairo. That gets a two count. Rebel pile drives Sandman on the table. Cairo with a double underhook suplex on Pitbull. Rebel has Sandman in one corner and Pitbull has Cairo in the opposite corner. Sandman and Cairo run into each other. Cairo then turns around and hits Pitbull with the belly-to-belly suplex to pin Pitbull while Sandman had his legs down. Rebel attacks and chokes Sandman over the ropes while Pitbull hits a double underhook suplex to Cairo. The heels then double suplex Cairo. The public enemy Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge versus the Bruise Brothers, Ron and Don Harris. No relation, I have to say, at this point. Public Enemy attack the Bruise Brothers as soon as they come through the ropes. The Bruise Brothers throw Public Enemy to the outside and then go out after them. The Bruise Brothers grabs chairs and hit the Public Enemy with them. The two teams fight in the crowd. Grunge hits Ron with a chair. Ron comes back with a kick to the stomach and a knee to the stomach. The cameraman is having a hard time keeping up with all of the action. Ron slams Grunge headfirst into the wall. Rock shown trying to climb to where the HVAC system is, but is dragged down by Don. He knocks Rock down by the snack bar. Don then throws a chair at Rock. He then chokes Rock with the rope that separates the aisle from the crowd. Don brings Rock back to the ring and delivers a power slam. He then clotheslines Rock and throws him to the outside. You know, I think I need to make the distinction that this is Rock or Rock, even though I've said that because uh, Dwayne Johnson has not gotten into the business and won't for another two and a half years, but still. He then follows and slams Rocco Rock down on a ringside table. Ron and Grunge also back in the ringside area. Don and Rock then go over the barricade into the crowd. Ron choking Grunge against the ring apron. Rocco Rock hits Don with a chair. Don and Rocco Rock battle to the back of the arena and Don grabs a chair. 
There's a lot of chair grabbing on this, almost like they were playing musical chairs and nobody wins. He throws it at Rocco Rock and starts punching him. Grunge trying to get away from Ron at ringside. Ron hits Grunge with another chair. Ron with a running kick to Grunge's face. Don runs Rock into the barricade. Rocco Rock starts to climb towards the broadcast booth to get away. He attempts to use a soda can to fight Don off, but Don pulls him back down to the ground. He then starts choking Rocco Rock and slams him down on Joey Styles' broadcast table. Don then throws Rocco Rock into a row of set-up chairs. They then go back in the ring while Ron is choking Runge with a chair at ringside. Rocco Rock being choked out by Don, who has his boot on Rocco Rock's throat. Grunge hits Don with a handful of powder to get him off of Rocco Rock. Ron attacks Grunge in the corner. Rocco Rock hits him with a 2x4 from behind. The public enemy then cover Ron to get the pin. Tommy Dreamer versus Jimmy Snooker with Hunter Q. Robbins III. Snooker looks out of it coming to the ring and with everything I know about Jimmy Snooker, he probably was out of it. A very young Dreamer here looking very different than he eventually will with his better known persona. The fans taunting Robbins with a Kmart suit chant. It takes a while to get going. Snooker yelling at the crowd. They finally lock up and Dreamer pushes off. Someone holds up a wet Dreamer banner in the crowd. I probably would have thought that was clever in 1994, but I was only 16 at the time. The crowd really getting on Snooker and Robbins. The match is almost five minutes old and they have only locked up once. Dreamer goes to the outside to stick up for the fans at ringside. He puts on a fan snow hat and gets back in the ring. Snooker preoccupied with the fans and they still haven't locked up again. They finally do lock up again. Snooker with a side headlock. Dreamer pushes off and Snooker comes back with a shoulder block. Dreamer comes back and catches Snooker with a scoop slam. Then another one as Snooker rolls to the outside to regroup. The fans are chanting Piper at Snooker. They lock up again and go back and forth with shoves to each other. Dreamer goes for a big splash onto Snooker, who ducks and Dreamer goes crashing to the outside. Snooker goes out after Dreamer. He hits him on the back with a chair. Back in, Snooker stomping on Dreamer. Snooker with an Irish whip and a chop to the throat. Snooker with a backbreaker. Snooker goes to the top rope to do the superfly and he hits it. Dreamer kicks out at two. Snooker can't believe it and stomps Dreamer. Snooker drops an elbow on Dreamer. Snooker goes back to the top rope and hits another splash. He then punches Dreamer instead of covering him. He then hits a third splash. He then pins Dreamer. Snooker headbutts the referee. Dreamer is busted open. Snooker delivers another superfly. Snooker stomps on the referee. Ty Gordon comes out. Snooker climbs up top again. Gordon comes in to stop him from jumping, and Snooker hits him with a double axe handle to knock him down. A bunch of wrestlers come into the ring to stop Snooker from attacking Dreamer again. Snooker and Robbins finally leave. Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac with Woman versus the original Sheik and Pat Tanaka. Sheik comes out knocking things over and trying to menace the crowd. He and Sullivan brawl in the aisle while Tanaka, who is in street clothes, attacks Taz in the ring. Sheik is 67 here, almost 68. Tanaka with a corner whip and a clothesline. Sheik runs Sullivan into the sound booth and Sullivan is busted open. Taz has a submission hold on the leg of Tanaka. Sullivan and Sheik brawling by the ringside barricade. Taz has a single leg crab on Tanaka. Sheik and Sullivan hitting each other with objects. Sheik puts Sullivan's head in a folding chair. 
Sheik throws a fireball at Taz, and Tanaka covers him for the pin. The Sheik then throws fire at Sullivan. They are still fighting in the crowd. Sheik breaks a mop over the head of Sullivan. He then hits Sullivan with the mop handle. JT Smith versus Mike Awesome. Smith jumps Awesome as he is introduced. Awesome hits Smith with a big right hand. Awesome with a clothesline. Awesome with a big splash. Awesome with an Irish whip and another clothesline. Awesome with another Irish whip and an overhead belly-to-belly suplex. Awesome then clotheslines Smith out of the ring. He then does a running dive on Smith on the outside. He puts Smith back inside as an awesome chant goes out. Awesome goes for the powerbomb, but Smith quickly rolls him up to get the pin. Awesome then beats up and powerbombs the referee twice. He then goes up top to do a high-risk move, but the top rope snaps and he falls. He then hits the referee with the broken turnbuckle and leaves. ECW Heavyweight Championship Match Terry Funk versus Shane Douglas with Sherry Martell versus Sabu with 911 and Pauly Dangerously. Douglas and Sherry out first. As Sabu is introduced, Paulie runs out and hits Sherry from behind with his phone. Douglas then hits Paulie. Sabu then attacks Douglas from behind. Sabu with a corner whip and a clothesline. Presented in its most complete form as you can't hear Joey Styles at times. Sabu with another corner whip, but Douglas gets his boots up on the charge in. Douglas with a side suplex. Douglas with an Irish whip and a backbreaker. Douglas with a knee lift to Sabu. Douglas suplexes Sabu in from the apron. He gets a two count. Douglas with a side headlock. Sabu with elbows trying to get out of it. Sabu breaks the hold, but misses the clothesline. Douglas with a snapmare and goes back to a headlock. Sabu breaks the hole as the Sabu chant goes out and you see the ring crew working furiously on the turnbuckle that broke earlier. Douglas runs Sabu face first into a corner. He then runs Sabu into another corner. Then a third turnbuckle. Then the last turnbuckle. Sabu comes back with a right hand. Then several more rights and a spinning heel kick. Douglas falls out to the floor and Sherry comes over to check on him. Sabu with a running baseball slide to knock Douglas down again. Sabu throws Douglas back in again. Sabu with an elbow and a scoop slam to Douglas. Sabu with a twisting lead drop to Douglas off the second rope. He gets a two count. Sabu with a nerve hold. Sabu with an inverted headlock. Douglas makes it back to his feet. Douglas reverses the hold into a neck breaker. Douglas misses an elbow drop. Sabu with a stomp to the back. Sabu with an arm bar. Douglas fighting it hard. Douglas breaks the hold. Sabu reapplies the hold. A We Want Funk chant goes out. Sabu gets up and turns it into a wrist lock. He kicks Douglas while he is in the hole. Sabu then puts his knee down on Douglas's arm while still applying the hold. Sabu pulling back on the arm and slamming his whole body down on it. Sabu gets Douglas back down into the arm bar. Douglas lifts Sabu up to get out of the hole. Sabu with a shot to Douglas' shoulder and a corner whip. Sabu then with a flying side splash into Douglas. Sabu with a takeover for a two count. Sabu comes back with an arm bar, but Douglas won't give up. Douglas gets up and dumps Sabu on his back. Douglas drops an elbow on Sabu. Douglas with an inverted atomic drop. Douglas with an Irish whip and a super kick. Douglas with another Irish whip and a foot to the face. Douglas gets a two count. Sabu with a wrist lock and punches to Douglas. Sabu misses a clothesline, but then reverses a waist lock and elbows Douglas back. Sabu runs Douglas into the corner. 
Sabu with punches and kicks. Douglas reverses a corner whip. Douglas with a right hand and another Irish whip to throw Sabu to the outside. Douglas follows Sabu to the outside. He runs Sabu into the barricade. He then runs Sabu headfirst into the apron. Sabu then reverses and throws Douglas over the ringside barricade into the crowd. Sherry goes over to check on Douglas. Sabu comes over and 911 comes over with a chair. Sabu sets the table up and puts Douglas on it. Sabu then goes and does a moonsault off the second rope, but Douglas moves and Sabu goes crashing through the table. 911 goes over to check on Sabu. Douglas throws Sabu back into the ring. Douglas picks Sabu up and slams his injured leg down on Douglas's knee. Terry Funk then enters the match as the first 15 minutes have expired. He goes after Douglas and unloads with some big left hands. He throws Douglas to the outside. Funk follows him to the outside. He throws Douglas over the barricade to the crowd. Funk follows and hits Douglas with more left hands. They then get back in the ring and Douglas with punches and right hands to Funk in the corner. Douglas gets a bear hug on Funk. Funk puts a side headlock on Douglas and punches him with his taped left hand. Funk then throws Douglas to the outside. Funk follows. Funk then hits a pile driver on Douglas on the floor. Sherry goes over to check on Douglas until Funk starts to go after her. Funk throws Douglas back in the ring. Funk with the DDT on Douglas. He then picks Douglas up and DDTs him again. He signaled that he is going to do it again. He instead goes to pin Douglas, but Sherry grabs Funk by the hair to break up the count. Funk punches Douglas on the outside. Funk grabs a chair from a fan and smacks Sherry away. He DDTs Douglas on the chair. Funk throwing chairs and the ring bell into the ring. Then fans throw chairs into the ring. Funk stacks some chairs up. He brings Douglas back in and DDTs him on the chairs. Funk injures his back as well. Douglas goes up top and drops an arm on the small of Funk's back. Funk is in pain and Douglas is limping. Douglas hits a belly-to-back suplex on Funk. He gets a two-count. Douglas punches Funk to the outside and Douglas follows. Douglas runs Funk into the ringside barricade. Douglas then hitting Funk with right hands. They then head back down the aisle towards the dressing room. Douglas runs Funk face-first into the ladder standing up against the wall. They make their way back towards ringside and Douglas runs Funk head-first into the barricade. Funk out of it and swinging wildly and hits the corner post. Sherry takes off her boot and Douglas hits Funk with it. Douglas then DDTs Funk. Douglas gets a two count, and Funk is busted open. Funk rolls Douglas up for a two count. Funk goes for a spinning toe hold. Douglas grabs him in an inside cradle and gets a two count. Douglas clotheslines Funk. Douglas punching Funk, and they end up in the corner. Douglas runs Funk into the turnbuckle. Douglas removes the top turnbuckle pad while Funk swings wildly and accidentally takes out the referee. Douglas runs Funk headfirst into the exposed turnbuckle. Douglas running Funk headfirst repeatedly into the exposed buckle. Funk starts to fall to the outside, but gets caught up in the ropes, and Sherry slaps him. He falls to the outside, and Douglas follows. He stomps Funk on the forehead from the apron. Douglas throws Funk back in the ring. He goes to run Funk into the exposed buckle again, but Funk reverses it, and Douglas gets runs into the buckle instead. Funk then slaps Douglas in the face over and over. He then knocks Douglas down with a big left hand. He then hits Douglas with a series of left hands in the corner. Douglas finally goes down to the mat. Funk then gets Douglas up and attacks him with slaps and chops. Funk with an Irish whip and a chop to Douglas. He then throws Douglas to the outside. 
He then throws Douglas over the barricade. Funk again goes out after him. They go out into the crowd and up into the bleachers. You can't see anything at all. 30 minutes in the match have elapsed as we see them again, and Funk gets an atomic drop on Douglas. He seats Douglas on the barricade and pulls his pants down. Douglas then falls to the ground. Thankfully, Sherry had run over and pulled his pants back up. Douglas gets back in the ring and starts to go towards Sherry, but Funk comes over and starts choking Douglas with the length of Riff's tape. Douglas pushes off. Funk comes back with a shoulder block to knock Douglas down, and Funk falls to the outside of the ring. Sherry goes into the ring to check on Douglas as Sabu makes his way back towards the ring. His knee is heavily taped up. A Sabu chant goes out. Douglas and Sabu battle at ringside as Funk goes through the crowd throwing chairs. Joey Styles bails as Funk gets to the broadcast table and gets on the mic and berates both Sabu and Douglas. Funk then makes his way back into the ring and he and Douglas start to battle. Douglas goes to clothesline Funk out, but Funk drops down and Douglas hits the ropes. Funk does the spinning toehold on Sabu. 911 comes in to menace the referee as Paulie hits Funk with the telephone. Funk starts headbutting Sabu and Douglas. Funk hits a neckbreaker on Douglas, then a neckbreaker on Sabu. He goes to pin Sabu, but Paulie puts Sabu's foot on the bottom rope. Funk pushes the referee. Douglas punches Funk, who ends up on the second rope. Douglas gets Sabu down and attacks his injured leg by kicking it. He gets a leg lock on Sabu, who grabs Douglas in a sleeper as Sherry is attacking Funk. Douglas elbows Sabu to get out of the hold. Funk comes over and tries to pin Sabu while Douglas still has the leg lock on. He gets a two count. Pauly starts pounding on the ring and a Sabu chant starts again. Sabu misses a swing and Douglas gets him in a sleeper. Funk gets Sherry on the apron and headbutts her off. Funk gets Douglas in a sleeper while he still has Sabu in the sleeper. The referee is busy checking both Sabu and Douglas. Sabu gets out of his sleeper. Douglas with an elbow to Funk to get out of his. Douglas with a running clothesline to knock Funk to the outside. Douglas stomps at Sabu's leg. He puts the figure four on Sabu. Sabu trying to poke Douglas's eyes, trying to get out of the hold. Douglas's shoulders went down for a two count as he has Sabu in the hold. Sabu distracts the referee so Paulie can sneak into the ring and rake the eyes of Douglas. This breaks the hold. Sabu attacks the leg of Douglas. Sabu gets Douglas in the corner and stomps on him and also stomps Funk when he tries to get back in the ring. Sabu goes for the springboard moonsault but misses the rope and falls down. He tries it again and hits the move this time. He gets a two count. Sabu starts to go back to the top rope. Sherry comes in to stop him. Sabu goes after Sherry. Douglas hitting Funk on the outside with a chair. Axel and Ian Rotten, also known as Bad Breed, come out to check on Funk. Douglas hits a fisherman suplex on Sabu. He gets a two count. Sabu misses a reverse victory roll up on Douglas as Bad Breed start to carry Funk out. Sherry comes over and slaps the hat off of Polly who runs away from her. Sabu hits a leg drop on Douglas. He gets a two count. Sabu gets a camel clutch on as a Sabu chant goes out yet again. The Rotten Brothers come back in with chairs to attack Douglas and Sabu. They run Douglas and Sabu into each other. Axel throws Sabu to the outside while Ian has a chair and is choking Douglas with it. Axel gets Douglas in a drop toe hold while Ian delivers a leg drop to Douglas. Axel goes after Sabu with a chair while Ian continues to beat up Douglas. Sherry comes in and breaks the back of Ian. Ian goes to clothesline Douglas, 
who drops down and Ian falls to the outside. Axel clotheslines Sabu to the outside. Axel sends Sabu over the barricade into the crowd. Axel takes Sabu and runs him into the wall by the dressing room. He then throws him behind a curtain off area and we can't see them anymore. Sabu then heads back towards the ring but is cut off by Ian. They then head towards the back where Sabu runs Ian into the wall. Then Sabu makes his way back towards the ring. Douglas meets him and throws Sabu back in the ring. Douglas with an Irish whip and Sabu just collapses three steps into it because of his injured leg. Funk slowly making his way back to the ring. Sabu can't stand on his leg. Douglas attacks Funk with punches as he tries to get back in the ring. Douglas goes to the outside and Funk headbutts him. 911 holds Ian at ringside for Paulie to hit with the phone. Sabu, Funk, and Douglas have battled through the crowd to the outside and the crowd is following them. But unfortunately, we can't see anything. They slowly make their way back towards the ring. Douglas hits an atomic drop on Sabu at ringside. Funk headbutts the referee. Douglas grabs Funk, who mule kicks Douglas. Funk then mule kicks Sabu. Funk headbutts Sabu and Douglas. Funk then collapses. Sabu clotheslines Douglas. Pauly gets the Sabu chant going again as Sabu clotheslines Funk. Sabu with a scoop slam to Funk. Sabu tries to do a moonsault off the ropes but can't get it right, so he goes to the corner. He then hits the moonsault on Funk. He then scoop slams Douglas. He hits a moonsault on Douglas. Funk crawls over to cover Douglas, but the referee is still out. Funk goes over to check on the referee. Douglas recovers and hits a pile driver on Funk. Douglas then throws Sabu on top of Funk. Douglas then goes over to try to revive the referee. He gets a two count on Funk. Sabu kicking both Douglas and Funk. He then splashes Funk twice. He gets a two count on Funk. Douglas with a snapmare to Funk. Douglas then with a leg drop to Funk. Then a suplex to Funk. Sabu then splashes both men. He gets a two count on both men, but they both kick out. Sabu with a rear chin lock on Funk and Douglas with a rear chin lock on Sabu. Funk headbutts Sabu and gets a spinning toehold on Douglas. Sherry jumps on Funk's back. Funk throws her off and suplexes Sherry. He then puts the spinning toehold on Sherry. Douglas with a clothesline to Funk. Douglas with a belly-to-back suplex to Sabu with four minutes remaining. Paul Lee gets up on the apron and Douglas punches him off. Funk has Sherry's boot. Douglas goes for a pile driver to Sabu, who blocks it and backdrops Douglas. Funk then low blows Sabu with the boot. Funk then puts the heel of Sherry's boot into the ear of Douglas as three minutes remain. Douglas gets away. The video cuts out momentarily and then they announce that two minutes remain. All three are on the outside as Funk drops an elbow on Sabu and then goes after Paul Lee. He atomic drops Paulie on the outside. Funk covers Sherry for some reason. Douglas goes up top and hits Sabu with a crossbody, and his legs hit Funk off of Sherry. Funk comes over and tries to pin both Sabu and Douglas, but there isn't a referee to count. Douglas and Sabu exchange chops, and Sabu falls down. Douglas covers Sabu, but still no referee. Paulie tries to throw the referee back into the ring. Douglas holds Funk for Sherry to hit but Funk ducks and Sherry hits Douglas. Sabu jumps on Douglas and Funk jumps on Sabu. Douglas gets his foot on the ropes. Sabu gets Funk in a pinning position for a two count as time expires. The crowd give all three men standing ovations. Joey Styles interviews Terry Funk after the match in what they describe as a press conference. Funk is very emotional as he speaks. 
He says he loves wrestling and he's not real proud of the way that it's evolved in some areas like WCW and the WWF. He's not talking about the guys individually, but the way they belittle his profession. He thinks of himself as an athlete and he was with competitors who were wrestling with their heart. He doesn't like the opponents he was against, but they damn sure gave the fans their money's worth and he thinks he did too. He thinks ECW has come a long way. He says you've got guys who have come from nowhere like the Sandman, old timers like Jimmy Snuka. We've all seen this organization grow and he is really proud of it and very proud to wear the ECW championship around his waist. He says he's an old man, but he is making his stand and he's making it with ECW and those other people can go to hell because we're here and we're here to stay and we're going to be producing something that's not for kids. Athletic sports. There are a lot of guys wrestling their heart out, and he's not trying to take anything away from anyone else. He has a lot of respect for Shane Douglas and Sabu and all of the guys of ECW. He wants to thank the people for being hardcore fans, and that's what they're playing to, the hardcore fans. He wants them to know that he loves them and thank them for supporting him, and he really appreciates it. That was a quality promo. They pretend that it's actually a press conference, but you don't see any media there. Todd Gordon says Sabu and Paulie dangerously will be coming to the microphone next. They come in and 911 and another wrestler are trying to control and hold back Sabu. Paulie says Sabu has nothing to say about the match. Shane Douglas is absolutely the, the most disgusting human being he's ever met in his life. As for Terry Funk coming out and acting like a crybaby, this does not impress Sabu. Sabu should still be the ECW heavyweight champion. It was a conspiracy between Terry Funk and Shane Douglas, and he's not so emotional about a 60-minute draw. The referee was unconscious too long. Terry Funk was eliminated. We all saw Terry Funk get eliminated, and if the referee played favorites to protect Terry Funk, as far as he is concerned, Terry Funk should have been eliminated there and then. Sabu had Shane Douglas all to himself, and Shane Douglas cannot fight man-to-man with Sabu, and that's all he had to say to anyone, and they want their money. He waves and says thank you very much to the members of the media. He hopes they all go to hell. Shane Douglas and Sherry Martell then come in. Douglas says he has some words for Todd Gordon. Tonight he took Terry Funk and he beat his ass right in the center of the ring. He took Sabu, the crazy man of wrestling, and he beat his ass in the center of the ring. He sent them both back to the dressing room, and as a result of that, He wants Todd Gordon in front of the TV cameras and the entire world to declare that Shane Douglas is the ECW heavyweight champion to prove that he is the franchise. Sherry saw it, the whole world saw it, and Philadelphia witnessed it live. Professional wrestling as it was meant to be. Ass kicking, take no names, beat the hell out of whatever is in front of you. And there goes the clean rating for this episode. He says, Terry Funk, I smash your knee to oblivion. Actually, he said oblivitary, but that's not a word. When he took Funk with that chair outside the ring, even the crazy man Sabu and his people took one look and said, oh my God, it's the end of an era. Finally put to rest the beeped out Funk family. Ty Gordon says that's not allowed. There's media here. Douglas says he doesn't care and tells Gordon to keep his mouth shut. He says Gordon can fire him. Run him out of the territory. The territory? Shane, it's 1994. There are no territories. But you can't stop the franchise. Someplace, sometime, he will be the heavyweight champion. Now for Joy Styles and all the other beeped out sitting out there today, he's had it up to here. 
He's come to Philadelphia to watch piece of beep in the audience hold up sign that call him every name in the book. He's seen people outside of the arena call him names, say things about his family, about Sherry. He then says, what do you want as the camera pulls back and we see Terry Funk enter the picture? Funk asks Douglas what's wrong with him. He asks Douglas if he is some kind of fool or what. Douglas takes his cap off and says, am I some kind of fool? He tells Funk what he what he was 10 years ago was a legend. He says Funk today is an old man in a shell of himself. He says Funk's legs after tonight certainly aren't what they used to be. Muhammad Ali knows what it's like when the legs go. He says to Funk, look at your face. Take a look in the mirror around you. Ask the media how does his face look. He says to Funk, you beaten, you've been beat to a pulp. Douglas says he's been beat up tonight. He says, take a look, Philadelphia. Look at his face and then look at my face. Look who's standing tall. He says, Terry Funk, you were a beaten man tonight. Terry Funk says he's listened to Douglas call him an old man. Ridicule him. And yeah, maybe he's had better days. He says Douglas had no right to say that. He came in and paid compliments to Douglas. He paid compliments to Sabu. He paid compliments to everyone because he thinks that Douglas is a good athlete and a heck of a guy. But Douglas didn't walk out of there with the championship around his waist, and he knows he didn't. Douglas says, let me tell you something. Funk says, don't call me an old man. Douglas says, you let me talk. As the franchise of ECW, he has every right to come out here and say what he wants to say. Paying compliments to Shane Douglas and Sabu don't pay the bills. The gold pays the bills. He wants Todd Gordon to declare him the champion because Terry Funk was dragged out. He was carried out of the arena tonight by his own men. That's not a champion to him. Sabu was carried out by his own men, both of them by the hands of the franchise. To him, that means he's the heavyweight champion. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, Mr. Funk. Terry Funk says you want this belt so bad, He says earlier that he's drawn a line and he'll tell you something. You made a mistake by calling him an old man because what is it going to look like whenever this old man whips your butt? And as far as the belt is concerned, he can have the belt. Funk is giving it to him. He hands Douglas the belt. Gordon starts to protest and Funk tells him to hold on a minute. He knows that's silly and not very respectful to Gordon. But he's telling him that Shane Douglas can take that belt. And you know why you can take that belt? Because it's going to be the biggest thrill for him whenever he takes it back from Douglas. That's what's going to give Funk the biggest elation. Because he's going to show Douglas that this old man is not so easy to push around as Douglas thinks he is. Because Douglas should have found out tonight. Shane Douglas says, you don't have to give me any belt, Terry Funk. You don't have to give me a belt, you old. And the rest is beat out. He says, you don't have to give me the belt because I'm taking the belt. And throws the belt and hits Terry Funk upside the head, and Douglas says, how's that, huh? How's that, you bleeped out? Funk then slaps Douglas, and they start fighting right there. They roll around on the floor, hitting each other as other wrestlers try to break it up, and Ty Gordon yells to get security in here and call the police as it fades to black. This really was a one-match show. The main event was good, but once you've seen it once, it really doesn't bear watching again. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 